no chance. What's up, everybody? Episode 26 of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your hosts, Ryan and Nate. We want to give a big shout out to all of our listeners for getting us to fucking 5,000 views. I think we're almost at 6,000. 5,500 right now. 5,500. Well, by the time you guys listen, I'm going to say about 6,000. So if anything, thank you to you guys. I'm calling. I called it um, the episode when we started on what New Year's we're talking about. What goals are we trying to set or what uh, things are we looking forward to to 2018? It's only been a month and a half in and we're about to hit our goal of 10,000. So once we do that, I don't know, you want to throw like a party or something? Or maybe keep it low key. Maybe we can go get it like a drink. I mean, we don't get paid to do this, so I don't know yeah, about a party. But we put more money in than we've gotten out. So if anything, that's true. Very that's, true. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, right now, we're back at um, our homie Marco's place. We just can't seem to find a place to uh, settle down and record at, so we're back here sitting on the floor. <laughs> um, but our topic for today, and one of the questions that I, you know, I was thinking about, I, I was looking through the um, new Supreme lookbook, Supreme uh, preview lookbook that just came out for their spring, summer, spring, 18. summer 18. I always get it kind of confused because it's like they do the year of like after you know what i mean like fall winter it was 17 but it went through like january or some shit and now it's 18 it was just always confusing when i was younger maybe you're looking at me like I don't, you don't get it. <laughs> all right maybe, maybe I'm you're the just only one. dumb maybe i'm the only one um okay uh so basically yeah i was i was looking through the um the preview in the lookbook and Basically, kind of looking through it, I was like, wow, a lot of these things, not only are they things that, I mean, I'm obviously super hyped on on getting, but they also had a lot of things that were super reminiscent of, like, early 90s, early, or even, like, 80s Like, what pieces? Shit. What pieces said that to you? I think, just in general, there was this one jacket. It was a, like, a leather jacket, and on the back, it said Supreme, but I think it was in, like, Rhinestones. And it's like super, like super similar to this. And then you know how they have like those Instagram accounts that do the, like this piece was inspired by this thing. And then they show the inspiration. Yeah. It was like one of those uh, New York, like Peli Peli, like jackets. Like they wore oh, like, like the leather back jackets. in the day, yeah, back yeah, yeah. in the day. Yeah. And then that got me thinking. I was like, you know, there's a lot of this idea of commodifying off of nostalgia, both through consumers and sellers being that brands and what they do or what i've noticed they they've been doing a lot lately in terms of what the you know hottest trends have been is kind of touching the soft spot in people in their hearts of like reliving a moment that we were super hyped on as kids or maybe we look back on and thought of as being like really exciting and almost like selling that back to us if you if you really think about it no yeah that definitely makes sense i think as far as streetwear is concerned or just anything these days really it's really about looking back and kind of just reflecting on memories you had as like a yeah. younger child or you know yeah. anything really like just a particular era that you really enjoyed and you know what the weird thing is about that is that for me like for us I feel like we didn't really 
grow up in the 90s even though we were born in the 90s i was born in 92 yeah i was born in 95 so it's like i don't i remember the 90s but i think compared to my brother who's born in 86 like he was more of a 90s baby i feel like or 90s probably in middle school or like almost damn near high school yeah and that's when you like start becoming the person you're gonna be when you're you're older yeah exactly so i think in that sense like for me it's more so about being interested in an era that I grew up in, but didn't necessarily experience to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I would say so too. And for the topic of this episode, basically, is this idea of nostalgia. Um, in a previous episode, Nate read off a definition of a word, and I thought it was really cool to read off the definition of this word because nostalgia is kind of confusing. Sometimes I get it confused with, you know, what's that thing that you get when you like uh, you almost feel like you're reliving something. You get, de- oh, deja vu. I always get those two mixed up. Anyways, <laughs> I'll read out the definition of what nostalgia is. It is a noun <laughs> that is a sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or place with happy personal association. So basically, nostalgia is basically a positive term in, in how people use it for the most part, right? Yeah, I mean... To me, what that means is just looking back at a particular time um, that you really enjoyed and just wishing that you could be back in that particular time. So before we get into the clothing conversation, because, I mean, we've been seeing it a lot lately in terms of what the current trends are and just what's really, you know, really going to be the next things for, you know, the next few months. But in terms of nostalgia, um, one of the things I thought of is when you become nostalgic and you look back to a particular moment in time that probably made you more happy or was something that was stress-free do you think it's because our current state of being is like kind of depressing so we look back no i don't think so i think that's pretty normal i think it's it's just a part of growing up you know it's like as you get older you take on more and more things so it's natural to feel like I wish I was like five again and all I had to worry about was literally nothing. Like, yeah. You know, but you know, what's funny. I don't think I remember anything from fifth grade and earlier. Really? I don't think I Dude, remember. Dude, I remember so much. I remember like, I have memories from like kindergarten. Do like you when really? I was, yeah, dude. Like when like I was vivid memories. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was five or six, that's like hard. four or five. I even. don't, I definitely don't have those sort of like I, I have I have like little nuggets that I remember like just like crazy stuff that happened when I was younger but in terms of like I couldn't remember like a like a prolonged day or a particular really? like moment dude at all. I it's could so remember for me like I could remember in kindergarten eating like fucking green beans and <laughs> like corn at at lunch because that's what they had at lunch that day wow and we would like take naps and then I remember I woke up early one day and then i was just sitting up like damn everyone's still asleep <laughs> as a kid that's yeah, what you're thinking, like, like damn. damn i'm super yeah. i'm super woke yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah but I, I just never i never did i i do remember i mean i i remember like obviously important moments like moments that are just kind of like ingrained in you but just like date day-to-day stuff or like what i used to wear it's like unless i look back at pictures i'm like i don't really remember at all dude i remember when i was little and it would be cold out, my mom would tell me to wear a jacket, and then she would tell me that she would, like, that she 
that she had people watching me like <laughs> during the day to make sure I was wearing my jacket and I was Ooh, I would shook, be dude. <laughs> I was like, I'd be very scared. Yeah, It'd be yeah. like 90 degrees. Like I can't take this yeah, off. I can't I take can't. this off. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's going to see me. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of nostalgia, th- there is a, like you said, there, the, it's, it's not very negative in the sense of it. And it doesn't always have to mean that the, the current mood or situation that you're in is always as bad as it is because i always thought that it was like if you're looking if you're reliving the past like you'd rather be in the past than yeah in the present. yeah yeah but and, and this goes into a deeper tone we'll get into the clothing aspect right now is when you look at stuff like collaborations with the peanuts and you see a bunch of snoopy shit right like as a kid Oh, well, maybe not for us, but 90s babies that were like maybe in middle school when when the Peanuts and Snoopy was huge. That's being reworked all over the place. Um, what else was huge in the 90s that we're seeing a lot more now? Even in terms of just cartoon characters, you're, you're seeing a lot of collaborations. Um, things with, with Disney, things with everybody, you know, like um, Polo. We'll use them as an example, right? Obviously... Uh, the, the next sort of subject we get into is of, of why this is so huge is, is just vintage in general is Polo and their release of the, um, the Snow Beach collection, right? Yeah. Um, super highly coveted when it first came out. Obviously worth, you know, hundreds of hundreds of dollars, thousands, thousands probably, for, for, some for, pieces, for some pieces. Yeah. I remember we went into a couple of vintage stores when we went to LA and they would just be like plastered on the wall as like keepsakes of like amazing holy grails yeah even even then releasing something like that as a company we'll look at it through their lens as a company that decides to go into the archives which is what a lot of these companies are doing nowadays is going into the archives and re-releasing the shit that everybody really wants right does it make things that were released once in the past less special i don't think so i think for me from the consumer point of view, like I think the OG, like if we're talking about Snow Beach, for instance, yeah. I think the OG Snow Beach, the stuff that came out in the 90s, like I think that still hold, holds more value than Snow Beach that was released today. Yeah. Same thing as if you had like a pair of Jordans from 1985 yeah. compared to like a pair of Jordans that re-release this year, mm-hmm. like which ones are going to be more valuable to you? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like for me, true. it's going to be the older ones. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I guess what a lot of people look down upon is this idea of remastered collections or reimagined or redesigned or whatever. Things that look back to the originals, essentially. And a lot of people look down on that. Why do you think that is? I mean, I think a lot of it comes from just the viewpoint of they're just bringing this back just to make a buck off of it, you know? Yeah. I think that's that has a lot to do with that. Um, that's very common, though. Yeah. Because the uh we look at the the giant trend of, of thrifting, of vintage, right? Yeah. It was a thing that we used to do when we were younger, but it wasn't as there wasn't a business surrounded by it. There were retail shops that sold vintage and secondhand goods, but in terms of there being a business behind this thing, it, it wasn't really there. So with that being so big, you know, everyone's trying to find like the original version of everything nowadays. So when we look at brands sort of go back and be like, oh, that's what they're buying. That's what they're looking for. And then re-release it again. You can definitely see that like, the point that you made of, yeah, we're just trying to make money off of you guys. I mean, 
I don't know. There's two ways to look at it. There's either that, like everybody's trying to make a buck off of, you know, the current trend of vintage or, you know, uh, retroing stuff from like yeah. the 90s, whatever. But also the other side of that coin is maybe the people making this are kind of nostalgic about the products that they're making too, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, as far as like people working in the industry, like they're old, they're older than us, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, So they had more experience in let's say like an era like the 90s so i mean for them it's almost like they're reliving it too you know so i think that that, that's the other side of that coin and i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those people obviously when you work for a a corporation like that so we'll 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 talk from from the the sense of the the bigger companies right yeah they've been there for years yeah right they probably were around when the first designs of snow beach came out or when this and that came out so for them it's just like oh yeah it's definitely reliving a memory for them as well so i can definitely see that being a a positive thing and also i think what you can also kind of take away from that is maybe these creators maybe the people behind these brands want to pass on these experiences yeah. to people like us who maybe weren't around or weren't conscious yeah. of these experiences like during the 90s for instance yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah. and to your point i definitely see that as an opportunity to educate right? yeah for when sure you, when you release older collections archived pieces things that have meaning to what the brand is who the brand is then when you have kids who are just like they see that piece or they see a piece right on their favorite celebrity. And they're like, wow, I really like it because Travis Scott has it because ASAP Rocky has it. I want to wear it. And then they follow the brand and then the brand releases these archived pieces. Then they start to learn a little bit more about who they are and, you know, why they make stuff like that they make, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's, I think for me, that's a lot of the, um, that's a lot of the reason why I'm drawn to, like stuff that's vintage and retro because yeah. it allows me to learn more about you know the brands the products that i'm buying like for instance like when we used to thrift like yeah. a lot last year um like it, i felt like it was a learning experience you oh, know definitely like you would find things and then i would go home and look up like when was this made like yeah. what era is this from oh yeah why is you know why is the tag like this you know oh yeah Stuff like used, that, that, that was the biggest like thing i used to, we used to look at tags yeah. we used to see manufacturing dates we would be sure to check every single piece of that thing and the one thing that i'd learned like probably the biggest thing that i learned is finding any shirt that had a screen stars tag on it was more than likely probably something that was like not just of good quality but probably pretty vintage in itself yeah exactly it's just little things like that you know um i think obviously it takes the right person like not everybody's gonna go out of their way to research you know stuff like that but i think for someone like or for people like us who are really interested in um clothing like it's a learning experience yeah yeah and i'd say uh a lot of what we came across while we were thrifting and i suggest anybody that is listening to this podcast that has ever thrifted before not to go to your local goodwill or buffalo exchange or whatever they have in whatever city you're from and just try it like it's a fun experience in itself you know yeah for sure it's like it's exciting because you never know what you're going to come across yeah sometimes and i don't I, i'd say this but um don't ever second guess yourself when you're looking around because i mean you might you might come across an entire rack of just bullshit and completely miss maybe something else somewhere else but that's definitely a fun experience uh, how long do you think you've been doing it for thrifting yeah um, I mean, I started thrifting in high school, so 
let's see, when did I start high school? I don't know, maybe like six, seven years now. Yeah. Like, I didn't really start seriously thrifting until last year, like the beginning of 2017. Yeah. That's when I would go like literally every day, like when we would go every day. Um, But yeah, I mean, definitely for like a few years now, for sure. Yeah. And I think uh, just in regards to thrifting, not only was it, you know, fun and it's a cheap way to get, you know, good clothing if you if you're lucky enough to come across it. But as you said, it's very educational and you come across things that are now you could see it if you if you really studied it, you can see it now how it's becoming a thing again. So back when we were thrifting, we would find things like we'd find a lot of polo. Tommy Hill figure was like an abundance at, at these these um, these Goodwills. And the biggest thing and one of the things that is in trend right now is just giant ass logos in general. Yeah. Right. So a lot of what's being reworked in, into new pieces and to see brands come back from the early 90s and and now have full collections in stores like Urban Outfitters. And yeah, like Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Champion. You know, Nautica has like a, Nautica, an entire table at Urban yeah, Outfitters. Polo. Like, it's so crazy to see. And one of the biggest things and what kids like, I personally don't like, you can tell me your opinion after this is what's up with a big logo you know as a kid obviously i want everybody to know that i'm wearing that brand but i mean for right now i mean that's not what i'm into i don't know how do you feel about that i mean as far as like wearing big logos or having big branding i think it's almost like individual marketing yeah if you know what i'm saying like you're marketing yourself as a person if that makes sense so I think that's what it kind of boils down to. Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, the reason why I like brands like Polo and Tommy Hilfiger and stuff like that is because it it seems kind of weird, but I always hated wearing that stuff growing up. Like as I never, yeah, because like I, I always associated like stuff like that as being dressy, mm. and it's like I didn't want to be dressed up for the dads yeah like i just i wanted to dress like a normal kid you know but my mom i still have pictures i uh my mom would always dress me in like polo or tommy or nautica (laughs) or stuff like that and it's like i hated that stuff you gotta look like your father (laughs) yeah but growing up now it's like whoa that was kind of sick yeah like i had some cool pieces when i was like three exactly exactly and i think that's important because when it comes to the people well back then i I don't know. I, I've never seen your pictures of you as a child, but I, I'd assume like a lot of those pieces were were pretty subtle. Would you think, like in terms of like branding? Yeah, I mean, I would just wear. I would wear like polo, but it would be like polo rugby's. Yeah, or, like yeah. I, I remember I have like a. I had a gray polo sports shirt, and that was probably like the most branded one that I have. <laughs> That's so sick. Um, I think when it comes to uh, when it comes to like. The mid early early to mid nineties when hip hop comes around is when you start to see like obviously the the boasting and the flamboyantness of showing off what you have. Yeah. So what's the point of having this this subtle polo T shirt with just a little horse when I could have a polo crew neck that has the entire logo like slapped across the chest? That's true. That's true. Know? It's like if I'm gonna buy polo or if I'm gonna buy. For instance, like if I'm going to buy a Mercedes, like yeah. of course I'm going to drive it everywhere exactly. because I want, you know. And that just, that comes with the territory because I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, and this might've been a thing, but not with the, you know, mainstream people is back in the day, 
showing off your shit wasn't as big of a thing, right? Obviously, now with social media, every everybody has access to a larger net of people to show off their shit and receive instant gratification for yeah. the shit that you have. Yeah. But I think back in the day, it was a lot crazier to think that when you know you're growing up, it's it's a lot harder to really show off. It's not harder, I'd say, but not too many people did it. Right, I, I'm thinking of like Wolf of Wall Street days. You know, like that back in back in those days. Yeah. Obviously, if you have the money, you're gonna do it. But there was no real like faking it till you make it mentality back then. It's either you had it or you didn't. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. So like, it wasn't until like early '90s hip hop where it was like, okay, now that I have money, I want to look like this, and the people watching them through MTV through whatever. It's just like damn, I want to be that, but I don't have the funds to be that. So I'll figure out how to be that without it. Yeah, yeah. So you think that, well, obviously, yeah, you think that now it's a lot easier to kind of create some sort of image yeah. for yourself yeah. as opposed to like back back then. You yeah, know? and it's so much easier now to do it because every every brand is putting out something where it's like, hello, logo, I'm he, like, this is me. This is what I'm wearing. This yeah. is what I can afford. Yeah. You know? I think it's all about visibility these days. You know, it's like, that's a good word for, for it's, this. People want to be visible and brands want to be visible. So yeah. I think it, it just goes hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Like for instance, let's just take everybody's favorite case Supreme. Yeah. Like everybody wants to know that you're wearing or everybody Every, wants oh, to. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants everyone else to know that they're wearing Supreme. Yeah. Everybody wants other people to know that they paid that amount of that money. amount of money for whatever they bought and even i just have the knowledge of how to get it is like a whole like yeah that, all that in general exactly, yeah exactly that's i mean time and time again that's kind of what it boils down to and i think like we talked about in the beginning of this idea of the psyche of nostalgia right yeah whether it's i want to relive the days that i was never able to live i want to look like the people that now that i have the money i can look like who I used to watch when I was younger. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about when it comes to nostalgia, and I, I want to bring this, this is a side side topic because in the first episode, you kind of talked about how your, your brother was like a major influence in like how you dressed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think as a kid, you really only know how to dress through... Other people. Other people that, yeah. you, that you saw. Yeah. You know, there was no way to, to really... I guess you couldn't really find inspiration as a kid or even as a middle schooler. It was just the surrounding people you had. You didn't have a Flickr. You didn't have hashtags on Instagram. I barely knew how to use Internet Explorer. (laughs) You didn't have those options. So when it comes to nostalgia, it it definitely brings you back to a place where it's just like where you learn how to dress. Yeah. And you learned everything you know. I think a lot of the appeal for it for me was that the era that we grew up in was a much simpler time, you know, like it was, it was more about, for me, it was more about exploring who you were or who you wanted to be, you know, as a person, as a, as a grown up, really, um, looking back on it. Um, so for me, that's kind of the appeal. It's, it just reminds me of an era where I kind of was figuring myself out, you know? And like, I keep saying, like it boils down to, all these outside influences like my brother or yeah. whatever. So I think for me, that's just kind of 
the reason why I'm so nostalgic about that era. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about that. Then you you mentioned um, just figuring yourself out, right? Yeah. Like everybody's still we're still trying to figure ourselves out as a podcast as as people who wear streetwear as clothing whatever we're, our styles are changing on a on a day to day basis. But in in regards to figuring yourself out and and trying to figure out what brands match who you are, right? Yeah. Because if when we wear a brand, we're assimilating with a particular brand identity. So we're not just going to wear Supreme because the letters are nice, right? There's a That's whole true. entire identity behind it that yeah. we want to be a part of, the yeah. community. Yeah. So whether it's polo or we want to feel prestigious or we want to be like the hip-hop heads whatever there's a particular identity of why we wear a particular logo so i think it's a great time to see the logos come out it's a renaissance of logos as you want to call it Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of shit even shit that we weren't even like nobody was into back in the day like um like kappa that shit is all over the place pants tracksuits everywhere Dude, even champion, like champion. if you were wearing champion, like in the early two thousands, like yeah. you were you were not cool. It's insane. Or like one stars. That was one stars or or champion. That was like your PE clothes. Yeah, like nobody like he, fucked with that back in the like day. Like you bought that stuff from Target. Exactly. Back in the day. It was so, like they used to sell one stars at Big Five, and that was the <laughs> pair of that was the converse. Like, because you know how they sell like the second grade version of that brand, so they wouldn't sell like uh chuck taylor's they would yeah. just sell one stars and i'm just yeah. like damn man just to think back on that and now there's an entire campaign revolving around the converse one star that's yeah a, that's insane and i think i mean what other brands do you think are, are sort of making that because now's a good time if you're if you're a brand from the early 90s now's your time to release a collection for, for no apparent reason because <laughs> all logos are in all things from the 90s are in just in general everything vintage is in What's like a good example? Yeah, like who's 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 made that sort of resurrection? Ooh, there's a lot out there. I think Patagonia for Patagonia. sure. Yeah, been seeing I've a, seen lot a lot of, of that, that out there. Um, I like else? what they're doing. Obviously, we named the the important ones. Just like every sports Tommy brand. Champion, Nautica. Uh, yes, yes, huge, huge, huge. Like, I don't think they would be this big without the help of this whole vintage kind of retro trend. That was the most sought out after pieces when vintage had just become a trend. It was yes, striped t shirts and wrap tees. And yeah. if you were finding that stuff, you were finding the holy grails. And when guests finally figured out that that's what you were looking for, they'd have just released a shit ton of them. Yeah. I remember I went to the guest store when I went to Miami, and I just walked in, I just see a whole table of them. And I'm just like, these things are like, were so rare maybe a couple, like uh, six months ago. Yeah. Now they're people, just like, people were selling guest striped shirts for 200, yeah. 200 a pop. It was pop, pop probably part of the uh, like the asap rocky collaboration right at the well, time i mean that and oh no no no! Just like, like when they were first being ones, thrifted yeah, yeah. Oh, when just they were like first being thrifted ones, you know? yeah i remember that uh, we were definitely trying to find those when we were I've third <laughs> never found one never had a chance yeah. never had a chance and i think just in general because I, I like talking about like you know 90 stuff in general we'll, we'll get into a uh, sort of string of episodes we'll try to touch on Every different eras of, of, yeah. of clothing and fashion. But I think when we talk about nostalgia, especially for a lot of people that are listening to this podcast, the 90s was probably the most important thing to them. Yeah. You know, and you asked me this question 
maybe like a few days ago and you asked the question you asked me was why is everybody so nostalgic about the 90s yeah at this particular time yeah and then the way i answered that question was that i think it has a lot to do with kids that grew up in the 90s are now adults yeah and we also kind of grew up with the internet mm-hmm. so we're constantly seeing like reminders from our past yeah. from like our earlier memories and that's kind of like making us more conscious of things that were happening during the 90s whether we remember remember them or not yeah. you know what i'm saying i think millennial culture in general millennials in general run the entire culture yeah along with hip-hop obviously but we're all sort of surrounded by that same sort of age range of I think it's about like 18 to 34 or some shit like that. But we are the customer base that is what all these other brands like the Nautica, the Gap, the whatever, they're all sort of trying to latch on to. So whatever we're tweeting, the retweets of, do you guys remember this show? Or it'll be like an all that logo and everybody's like, oh, hell yeah, I remember that. Then brands are looking at that like, holy shit, like these kids want you know, this old shit again, let's release it. Let's bring it back from the dead. Yeah. And that's the sort of mentality. But I, I would say just in general, like, I think it's, I mean, I asked you that question cause I didn't really know, like, I don't really feel the need to, to relive the nineties. Essentially. There's a lot of things that we, that we wear now, that obviously that we're super hyped on that was around the nineties champion, you know, converse, um, shit, I'm wearing camo pants right now, Yeah, but I mean, just in general, but, um, I'm more sort of looking forward to what what the future trends are because this is going to die this uh, whole 90s is hot thing it's going to fade like any other trend but I think it's it, it's always around obviously like there's a lot of people no, that definitely. still like live you know hippies still live in the 60s and yeah. they're walking around San Francisco and Haight Street all the time yeah I, I a big part of it too I think is like you were saying earlier it's that hip hop and our sort of generation kind of grew up hand in hand yeah. and as far as like streetwear is concerned like those things play such a pivotal role it's a in melting like, pot yeah exactly like it's it's the entire reason why uh polo is popular now yeah because people in the 90s associated with like the hip-hop community were wearing yeah. polo so you know what we should talk about let's talk about that that gray area between when the 90s actually happened and then when we decided to relive the 90s. Yeah. That was a terrible era for clothing and fashion in you general. You mean like the early 2000s? Early 2000s <laughs> were so terrible. Yeah. We're talking oversized everything. Um, like really bad oversized. Really bad oversized, oversized everything. Like triple XL t-shirts when I was in fourth grade. Oh my God. I, I, could, I, I just imagine wearing that now. And we got the tall version. The tall tees. So it made us look even smaller. I bet you everyone just looked like they were like minions just running around because yeah. they didn't have any legs. But I think just in general, if you if you look at that moment in time of like, that terrible chuck, and it sucks because I don't remember elementary school when I was in the early 90s. I just remember middle school in that weird 2000s phase, which yeah. is just ugly. It that was, was that was not a good phase. It, it wasn't. We think about brands too around the time. There weren't too many that we could that are around now that could make that comeback because they were in such an awkward phase of the early two thousands, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't LRG, LRG, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, another one that I don't, I haven't seen around as late Crooks and Castles, Ten oh. Deep. 
I haven't seen them around, and those were like those were like the it brands. In yeah, the early like if 2000s. you had those like brands, like you were the shit. Yep, like uh, yep. That was yeah. it was huge, and and now you, you look oh or triple five soul. Yo, everything Dude, everything that you would see with triple five in an East heavy. Bay magazine as yeah. like streetwear yeah. is is just not there anymore, and you don't see them having an opportunity to come back because they live Jabot jeans. Jabot jeans. <laughs> oh, shit. Only certain people really want those Yo, to come back. I remember they had like, I, I, ne- I was never able to get a pair, but I always wanted them. Dude. I know. Like, I only thought they, they came in waist 36 and up. Nah, like I never dude, thought they came in like a skinny version. My homie had like from, the slim ones. Me. I was like, yo, those are, those are kind of, <laughs> those are kind of lit, but I never, I never, get you know, what sucks is whenever you go thrifting and you find one, they're never 30, six and lower nah, like whenever you find anything from the early 2000s thrifting huge it's like triple xl huge you yeah. want to know my favorite one and i i i see it come back from time to time in like supreme uh designs and sometimes some of these more smaller uh niche instagram brands they do the airbrush airbrush yeah. t-shirts yeah. they do the the painted t-shirts Oh man, those are those are amazing. I love those. Really? I love those. I, love those. I kinda hate yeah. those to be honest. Well, I used to go to the they mall. They just remind me of like Kohl's, like stuff you'd find <laughs> at like Mervin's or something. How? <laughs> like the airbrush Mervins. ones were super unique. I used to go to the mall, get it done. I would get my name done out with like some Looney Tune character. Oh, like you're talking about like the ones that they those do. Those ones, the, the like, airbrush and the, the airbrush. Mall. Yeah, you can get it done on some Air Forces. Wow. Oh my god. The fits were crazy back then. I would hate to see pictures. I would hate to see that. But then I think to that point, why don't you see those brands coming back? Do you think maybe in like 50 years, early 2000s style will come back? I think so. You think so? I think so, to be no. honest. Like, I'm waiting for it. Oh, my I'm goodness. kind of excited for it low-key because it's going to be so interesting, like, what it's going to look like. No, definitely I, not. I mean, it has to. Like, okay, we relive, we relive like every other wall. I would say we re- relive like 50s onward. Like no one's dressing like they're in the 40s anymore, really. Who dresses like the 50s? I don't know. What does 50s garb even look like? Is that what Prince wear? Nah, Prince. No? That's more like 80s, my that's guy. A- Damn, what's 50s then? Because I thought that was like, that was aged. I don't know. But anyways, like You're early like, is that like George Washington? Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking Yo, about man, like read a book. royal renaissance wear? Like, nah, what the hell? That's crazy. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in a whole nother century. But anyways, Jesus yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. That'll be interesting. We're already kind of seeing it though. Like how? I mean, like oversize is back. Like it's yeah. only a matter of time. Um, what yeah. else? Like but then chunky that's shoes is back. There you go. But was that? Well, yeah. When when did Seinfeld come out? Because that I was guess in the nineties. Oh damn it! I'm trying to think of like what what trend in the eighties is a thing now. I don't even really remember I the 80s. Know. I wasn't alive. You weren't even 80s. alive in the 80s. I mean, so but cool. I, the 80s don't really come up in the history books as often as something like the 70s or the 60s. That's does. true. Like That's you could true. distinguish those two pretty well, but you can't really distinguish the 80s. It's kind of difficult. They're kind of like it was kind of like that weird period. I think Jordans were out in the 80s. Was that 85? 85. Yeah, there was no style. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. But I mean, just in general, I guess the the overall point that we're trying to get at is just nostalgia in general is something that's being commodified, whether it's um, trying to sell you something you really, 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 really loved as a kid, or maybe just as a buyer, it's something that you really just latched onto, whether it's fucking, like I mentioned earlier, Snoopy, or, you know, they're doing collaborations with 
was this like Dragon Ball Z? Like these are all things that as that kids such, we were just so just so excited side about. Note, that was such a horrible collaboration. Uh, no, that was that terrible. Was pretty. Let's bad. talk about that real quick. It was on. <laughs> little, little, it was on Skechers. It was on Adidas. What? It was Adidas. Oh, so oh, I think didn't Skechers do one too? Skechers did a um a collaboration, but I think it was with another anime. Oh, no. but it just in general, I think that oh my god, Bape is trash for doing that. Don't you think? Like yeah, I. Okay, let's uh, here. How about this? Let's uh, talk about the negative as or the negative aspects that we've seen of people trying to be nostalgic. Like, what have we seen out there that's just been tastefully, like, untastefully done in terms of trying to relive back in the days? Like, what are some of the things that you just did, don't like? Because there's a lot of pieces of the '90s, obviously, that we love. Yeah, but there's a lot of pieces of the '90s that I know a lot of people hate. Um, I think just a lot of the resurgence of Champion and like the ridiculous amount of branding. Yeah, like some of it's cool, but a lot of it's just it's overdone. Yeah, you know, like just, it's overkill. I say no, you're 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 right about that because I think when you have a foothold in something that people already love you for, yeah, try not to overstep your boundary and do something completely different. Right, you're not the obviously some brands have the potential to. Um, reinvent themselves which is uh it's it's a possibility and it's a it's a time to do that but people just want spell out scripts across the chest you know small c's that's it nate's wearing one right now he tried to like show it to me it's like we're not filming right now (laughs) but mine's Mine's from the 90s small c's you know like just some basic stuff but they're doing some crazy you went to the champion store in europe and i bet you it was pretty outlandish it it was cool. Like they had oh, a lot okay. of cool. Yeah, they had a lot of cool stuff. Um, the thing there is that a lot of their stuff isn't very heavily branded, like yeah. Champion. It's more just like low key, like they have reverse weaves, yeah. and they have like obviously like graphic stuff like that. But yeah. it's it's pretty cool. I think Champion out there is always a lot better than it is out here for some weird, weird reason. Like even though Champion's a U.S. brand, but anyways, yeah. yeah. You know what I was also thinking is. When it comes to this idea of nostalgia, it, we we're only touching on you know the United States, but Japan is huge on oh, reliving nostalgia. They from our culture, you know, yeah, we talked from about like it in the forties. We, we talked <laughs> about an entire episode on everything from Harajuku and how you know they take a lot of inspiration from um, from what we've been doing, whether it's early nineties. What it, I know they're not taking early two thousands fashion because that shit was terrible. Are you sure? I'm. I hope not. I mean, people <laughs> there are wearing like, they're well. It's more like mid two thousands. They're wearing like Huff. Oh and yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Huge That's okay. jeans with like really big skate shoes. I'm gonna figure out what year. Spe- bucket hats. I'm gonna figure out what year specifically in the early two thousands were terrible. Like two thousand to like two thousand five or six. Okay, Those, there we That go. was like All the right. dark. That was like the, the dark, dark ages. ages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dark ages of fashion. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, with with Japan and probably Europe as well, just reliving, reliving the '90s. Uh, why do you think it's so huge to them? Them also. I don't know. Well, they, I, I mean, to be honest. Okay. The, they're not reliving their '90s. They're reliving our '90s. No, I think it has a lot to do with just. At the start of the 90s, like, the world was becoming such a different place than it was, like, in the 80s, 60s, 70s, whatever, you know? Like, in the 90s, we saw such, like, bit, like, such rapid, like, modernization. Mm -hmm. 
as far as like different countries like for instance like uh fucking soviet union go turning into russia yeah like that was big that was why do you TV. think like yeah gosha and stuff like that references all that stuff all yeah. the time because it was such a monumental event but um i don't know i think just the beginning of globalization and just being more connected yeah you know as at a, the time as a we community. did i think in the 90s we were just now getting a hold of the internet yeah, we're exactly. just now being able to see what other people look like it in was, other countries. Yeah, the '90s was kind of like the birth or the golden era of pop culture. It was kind of yeah. like the peak. No, that's, you know, that's like important. it was the yeah. Because pop culture is widespread. Pop culture is obviously something that you could watch on TV. Mm -hmm. If you're in another country, you could watch MTV. Obviously, it's not going to be in English, but whatever. But just in general, you're seeing things that are circulating around around the world, basically. So trends live in other countries a lot faster. Or styles live in other countries a lot faster. It's almost like planting a seed, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, for me, like my dad said, he had Jordans like in the eighties. That's so sick. And I was just like, really? He that's was like, so yeah. Cool. Like I, I had the breads. I was like, okay, if you say so. Just man. so casual about yeah. it. It's like, were we the same shoe size? Could yeah, you have saved those? Yeah, like, exactly. Are they in the basement? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no matter where you go, I think if you grew up in the nineties or if you experienced the nineties, you have some sort of memories that another person on the complete opposite side of the globe can relate to you know like it was like i was saying it, it was just such a big period of globalization and everybody becoming more connected that i think just pop culture just boomed it skyrocketed yeah. you know so no that's very true and we definitely try to keep this episode specifically about just nostalgia in, in general. general <laughs> I remember you told me you were like, yo, like let's let's just try to be be kind of broad and then we could do like separate decades another time. But hey, if you like the episode being about the nineties, I sure did because I really don't know too much about the other <laughs> ones. I'll do the research, but um we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to end it. I don't want to drag it on because I know like when it comes to endings, I'll do some long ass monologue. For like I will go five on ever and never get to the point. So thank you for listening to episode 26 we hope that you liked it make sure that you subscribe like and follow us on our other social media handles at no chance podcast i'm like writing it out with my hand can't really see it but thank you for you're listening. doing it again man you're doing it again wrap it up wrap it up anything you want to say <laughs> no man you end it please end this one all right guys thanks for listening um that's episode 26 and catch you guys next week peace peace